We have landed in week six of the 50 States, 50 Weeks, and 50 Coffee Shop series. Today, I am talking with the owner of Dandelion Coffee, Duckwin, from Colorado. He co-runs Dandelion Coffee Shop with his wife. It's also a plant shop, which is kind of fun. He shares about his experience as a small business owner in Colorado and how collaborative the environment is for the coffee shop. Also, if you haven't followed along so far in the journey of this series, I am featuring coffee shops that are small to medium size, those that you may not hear of outside of this podcast, so you'll have the opportunity to support a local business if you're passing through the area or to buy their beans online. If you have a coffee shop that I must have on this podcast, feel free to email me at baristatalkshow at gmail.com. So with that, let's dive into today's episode, grab your coffee or tea, and let's get started. My name is Duck Quinn. I am the owner of Dandelion Coffee with my wife, Dominique, and we are in Denver, Colorado. Awesome. Yeah, Denver, Colorado. What is it like there culture-wise overall? The culture in Colorado is pretty diverse. It's a very fast-growing city right now, much to the dismay of uh, local Coloradoans. Lots more traffic these days. Housing prices have gone up a lot, but it's still a great place to live. As it gets busier and busier, have you seen that impact the coffee culture there? Yeah, I think Colorado or Denver has a pretty rich coffee scene. I feel like coffee and there's a lot of third wave coffee shops popping up, uh, myself included. And have you been there long? Why did you start your shop? Well, I'm a Colorado native, so I was born and raised here. I've always been in the food service industry. Uh, My parents own a uh, bakery in town for the last 25 plus years. So I grew up working in the business and helped them open their second location. And and we're kind of a bun me shop now these days. Kind of got interested in coffee several years ago with friends who were in the coffee scene and followed them to like uh, latte art throwdowns and like that kind of stuff. And kind of just fell in love with the idea of coffee. And then uh, we started a little coffee program at the bakery for a bit. I had an opportunity to open up my own coffee business and it was a coffee stall and it was inside a food hall called Zeppelin station. And we were there for three years and then pandemic hit and, you know, things weren't really happening. People weren't going to work anymore. So nobody was getting coffee anymore. So we closed that down. And then the following year, which was last year, uh, we decided to open up again, try to find a new place to move into And uh, we found an existing coffee shop who had uh, moved out and uh, we took over their location. We're in this new location and we've been open since Labor Day of uh, 2021. So maybe four or five months ago, we always had plants in our little 700 square foot stall. People were always talking about the plants, interested in the plants. So we, we, we had some for sale and we had crystals and people were buying plants and crystals while they grabbed their coffee. So then when we found this new space, it was a lot larger and uh, we decided to kind of expand on that idea and then create this hybrid of a coffee shop and a plant shop. Wow, that's so different. I like the idea. 
Yeah, it's kind of fun, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful, warm, inviting space. People come and they can grab a cup of coffee, do some work, but if they need a break, they can get up and look at some plants and uh, check out some of our products, meet friends here, kind of do a little shopping, go back to work. So kind of a little uh, dual purpose kind of space. As customers come in, do you have drinks or flavors that tend to be their favorite right now? Yes. So we have a lavender latte that people really like. And then we also have a Vietnamese iced coffee that's really popular. I guess we're maybe known for those two drinks. And maybe I would throw in our Ollie's drink. It's a drink we named after our son, who is six as of a couple of days ago. But he would come to the coffee shop before we were opened. And while we were working on the space, he would sit here and, you know, try to pass the time. And, you know, he, as any five-year-old would be, always hungry, always thirsty, always wants some snacks. And we didn't have anything here. So we had like, you know, our milks and like some syrups and stuff. So we concocted this drink for him and we named it after him because decided to put it on the menu. Oh, that's really sweet. What sort of flavors go into the Ollie drink? It is a toffee nut syrup and it has a chai, like a sweeter chai. And we add macadamia nut milk. So there's like a tiny bit of caffeine in there and it's ice. And so it's really sweet, non-dairy. And it satisfies him. So it worked. That's so special. Yeah. I like that you're integrating family. I mean, obviously running the shop with your wife and then also having a drink named after your son. It's really sweet to hear. Yeah. And we, uh, me and my wife both have a background in art. I have a graphic design background. Uh, She has a fine art background. So we try to do as much of the decor and the painting and the designing of the space ourselves. So that took a lot of our time, but it is definitely a reflection of uh, who we are stylistically. So when people walk in, they can get an idea of how you might view the world because it is encompassed in the space. Would you say oh, that? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. We, I mean, some of the plants that we had in our house, we brought here, uh, you know, some of the terrariums that people really enjoy are just things that we have in our house. So there is a lot of things that were in our house that we just brought here. Some of the artwork, uh, some furniture. So it is really an extension of us for sure. Oh, that's really special. Kind of going to the idea of Colorado coffee culture as a whole, since you grew up there, have you seen it change over time? And if so, how have you seen that change? Probably is similar to a lot of other places. You get your, what they called first wave, second wave. And then what we're in now is like the third wave coffee, where things are a lot smaller, a lot more intimate in terms of like coffee bean production, roasting, small batches, single origins, like that kind of stuff. You can definitely find a lot of stores in Denver or Colorado that kind of go that route. You know, we still have our Starbucks and like other chains like that too, but there's a little bit of everything for everybody. How would you describe Colorado and Denver in particular for those who may not have passed through the area or may not even be from the U.S.? What would they expect if they come to Colorado? We have a lot of really good roasters in uh, town here. There's no shortage of roasters and there are more popping up every day. So yeah, you definitely could do a whole coffee tour 
of Denver and hit up several coffee shops. And, you know, the coffee community is pretty tight knit here, I would say. I don't know if I could say that about other places, but from my experience, you know, you could go to a coffee shop, ask them what their favorite coffee shops are, and they'll not hesitate to tell you their favorites. You know what I mean? The competition is not, we're all for ourselves. It's more like we're all in it together. So I would say it's kind of tight in that community. You know, if you go to like an event that a coffee shop is hosting or a roastery is having, you know, you see the same people over and over again, because they are the same people who are supporting it from the beginning and they're still supporting it and they're bringing new people into it as well. So I would say it's a tight community in terms of coffee shops and roastery. Everybody seems to want to help each other. You know what I mean? Everybody's kind of like, we're all in it together. Let's make the Denver coffee scene something special. How cool. And you get to be a part of it. And I get to be a part of it. And I was welcomed with open arms. Do you have local roasters that you work with to source your beans? I guess going back to that previous question, you know, when I got started, I uh, had a lot of help from Commonwealth Coffee Roasters. And uh, Jason was the owner. He helped me basically do everything. He helped me buy my equipment, uh, install all my stuff. He did training and all that kind of stuff. Everything I needed help with to start my own coffee shop, he helped me do it. So I used his beans for the three years I was uh, at Zeppelin Station. And then uh, eventually he merged with Huckleberry Coffee Roasters, which is another local coffee roaster. The space that he roasted out of is the current space that I'm in now. I had my staff training in this space that I occupy currently. You know, without that help, I don't know where I would be. Wow. Came full circle. It came full circle. Yeah. And then I currently use Huckleberry Coffee for the majority of all my uh, drinks. So I still use them. I still am in contact with them and they're, they still help me to this day. I love hearing how supportive a community can be because it helps more people want to go open a coffee shop or kind of get into the coffee scene a little bit more. Well, for sure. And I think, I mean, any roastery would probably do the same thing. You know what I mean? They, they want you to succeed. They want that kind of community to like build up. Do you have coffee shops nearby that you would recommend if someone's passing through the area? These are the must-see places. Oh, must-see places. Top of my head would be Crema. They are not too far from me, maybe 15-minute drive from where I am. And they've been in that location. They've been in, in business for over 10 years, I feel like. I used to go to that coffee shop a lot. So Crema is a good one. Amethyst Coffee is also a good one. They have a couple of locations in town. One's right downtown by the uh, Denver Art Museum. As far as like other coffee shops, I would say Huckleberry. You should check out Huckleberry Coffee. They have a couple of locations. One's downtown, one's in a smaller neighborhood. They might even have a third one. Decor-wise, I really like Steam. They have a really nice aesthetic to their coffee shop. Corvus is a good one. Uh, Sweet Bloom's a good one. Sweet Bloom has a couple of different locations. Corvus, I believe, also has a couple of locations these days, too. Well, there's so many. I can rattle off a bunch. <laughs> I think it's great because, you know, people might be closer to one shop or another when they're passing. Through. That's true because all the ones I've mentioned, they are spread out all over the Denver metro area, I would say. And then Sweet Bloom Coffee, they opened up a new location in Westminster, which is a good maybe 20, 30 minute out of town. So they're kind of closer to the mountains. 
so that's further away, uh, you know, from, from me, the steam, they're all pretty much in Denver, but they're spread out around Denver. Well, before we wrap up, is there something else that led to coffee in particular for you and for staying in Colorado? I mean, obviously you have this network of coffee shops that are super supportive of each other, but I mean, there's a huge, big world out there. So why Colorado? Well, a lot of Coloradoans would probably kill me for saying this, but it is a great place to live. And I think people are starting to find that out. So a lot of people are moving here these days. I'm, me and my wife are trying to buy a house this year, and I don't know what that really is going to look like because uh, the housing market's kind of gone crazy, probably all over the United States. But <laughs> focusing on Denver, it's kind of crazy, just the amount of people who are moving here. It is a great place to live. You know, we have all four seasons. I was just talking to someone about this the other day. You get all four seasons here and none of them are crazy. You know, you don't, you get winters, but they're not like crazy winters. You get a great fall. We have a summer, but it doesn't get too hot. You know what I mean? We have all four seasons and they're all perfectly fine. And then, you know, in the winter time, it snows in the morning, but you can wear shorts in the afternoon because the sun's come out. You got great outdoors. You got skiing. You Anything you want to do outdoors, we got. I would recommend Denver as a great place to visit in general, especially if you're into the outdoors. And uh, don't move there. <laughs> because, don't move there. Yes. Yeah. Don't move. Uh, I'm trying to buy a house, so don't, don't buy any property here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so appreciate you taking the time because I know how much blood, sweat, and tears goes into running a business. It's a lot of work. So, yeah you usually will find me in here. Well, so far <laughs> every day. Crazy. I hope you do get a little bit more rest time in there at some point. <laughs> yeah, working on it. Well, thanks again. Thank you.